Greetings, citizen. It's I, Batman, and you're listening to Little Geek Lost. 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 Alright, so we're back for another episode of Little Geek Lost with Dave again. You can say hello. Hello. <laughs> and what came out of the last one is that apparently you're a big Batman fan. That's true. So I figured we'd do a whole pod on Batman because I haven't oh. done that yet. Yeah, that should be fun. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do right now. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> well, Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like this is such a surprise. Oh, well, Batman, really? Yeah, it's kind of like it was planned out or something. It, it very well uh, could have been. Who knows? <laughs> so I know we kind of talked about it a little bit in the last one, but your first Batman experience, like how you got into Batman? My first one had to have been uh, the Super Friends and uh he was my favorite batman was my favorite of the super friends uh even more than superman which as a kid it's him having like ultimate powers and all that stuff you'd seem that oh kid, i can see why a kid would think superman was cool or whatever but i always liked batman and and my mom built, made me a batman costume uh it, i mean it was it didn't look like it was really batman but i mean I had like an underoos shirt on and uh, this thing that my mom made for me. And I was just like, you know, running around as like a four-year-old thinking I was Batman. And that was definitely the, the one thing that got me into it. And then, uh, of course, the uh, the 60s Batman show I, I started watching as a kid <laughs> and didn't realize it was supposed to be a, a funny show. It just seemed like this is serious. Like, Wow. Yeah, <laughs> lots going on. It's crazy. So that's what I was. That all that stuff was what I got into. I think for me, it was 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. Sure. Because when that came out, I was eight, so it's kind of like the first Batman that I can really remember, and like right. going to see that. And actually, like thinking back, like I'm kind of surprised that as an eight year old, I got to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't seem very appropriate. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> especially yeah. like for an eight-year-old girl going to see Batman. I don't really know where that happened, um, <laughs> but that is sort of where I got into Batman. I remember, you know, that Batman and Joker and everything, right? And sort of that being like my first experience, I guess, with Batman, and you know, as far back as I can remember, it's Batman. Yeah. I, I don't remember not knowing about Batman. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't either. Uh, I remember uh, probably, it was like eight, 1987 or 88 or something like that. It was well before the movie was even thought of coming out. Uh, I was at, I used to go to daycare because my mom, my, my parents are divorced. I live with my mom and she had to actually work so she couldn't stay with us. So we had to go to daycare. And uh, one of the camp counselors was reading the Dark Knight Returns comic. Oh, wow. And, and I came up and I was like, I was like, oh, that's Batman. That's awesome. And he was just like, uh, yeah, this is uh, the Dark Knight Returns. It's not the same thing as like the normal comics and like, <laughs> the cartoon. And, the si and I remember him just talking down to me. Like I was just like, cool, Batman, does he like, uh, you know, does him and Superman act like buddies in that? Uh, you know, just 
he, he was just like such a dickhead. Wow. <laughs> but uh, but that, I, I was just like, oh, I like the comics too. And he's like, well, this is still not the same as the gun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that stayed with me. And, and obviously, like, when I was that old, I couldn't buy. I was probably like 10 years old. I, I couldn't go out and buy it at all. Yeah. So whenever it, um, the movie came out, the 89 movie, that got re-released and I was like, oh, that's that thing that the dude was telling me about that was so violent and cool and all this stuff. And so I went ahead and bought it. And yeah, sure enough, I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't like the stupid comic book, whatever. <laughs> but uh, if someone asked me about it, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been a dick to them. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Especially like a kid. Like, that's just like mean. <laughs> I think that that was probably like... Yeah, he was like probably... No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I think that there's, like, when the 1981 came, or 1989 movie came out, that there was, like, such a big difference between, like, the last Batman that people really knew was live action from the 60s, and then this sure. one was, like, super dark and violent and right more adult. And even the, the cartoon, like, like, Super Friends kind of still mm-hmm. maintain that 66 kind of feel. Even though that one was supposed to be silly and on purpose, this is, like for kids so it just perpetuated that same kind of like batman is just dumb and not dumb but i mean he's just silly and he's goofy yeah so that's probably what a lot of people thought when they thought of batman they're like oh he's a funny guy and then the movie comes out and they're like oh (laughs) not so much not a funny dude (laughs) dirk batman (laughs) well i guess that's like always the difference between batman and superman too right like batman's more dark and brooding and super serious and superman's always like bright and colorful and goody two shoes kind of like all good and you know. yeah un- until you get to batman versus superman and then yeah. <laughs> superman is brooding too yeah or like the horrible man of steel yeah he Sad brooded superman. a lot <laughs> he's it's kind of like uh that like oh, be superman he was so <laughs> kind of i was like ah shut up yeah I'm Even though I, that I'm Superman, yeah, exactly. I, I liked Batman v Superman just fine. I, I mean, I love it, and uh, I thought Batman was the best part of it. And brooding Superman is, oh man, it's a little hard to watch at times. Yeah, I don't understand like why they'd go that route for Superman. Like, try and make him like Batman. Like, it just doesn't fit with anything. Right. Ever. I can't wait for a brooding Green Lantern, brooding Flash. <laughs> It's so much fun. Super sad flash. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go fast. Fast sucks. <laughs> well, with the Batman movies too, I think that like the next one ba- was the Batman Returns with Catwoman. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was with Catwoman. I totally remember having like the Catwoman <laughs> Barbie doll from that one. I didn't know they have, and they even made that. Yeah, like I don't know if it was like promotional thing or if it was actually Barbie but it was like like had like a full like vinyl suit and everything too that you couldn't take off so it really annoyed me because you couldn't like change her into anything else but I remember having that and like playing with like Catwoman Play-Doh with my Barbies I had like Catwoman Play-Doh? No like she played with my Barbies Oh I thought you said Catwoman Play-Doh No they played together I had weird combinations of toys that was mighty nice of her. My Thundercats lived in my Shira castle, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a lot of that, too, where it's like, 
the uh, GI Joe guys would hang out with uh, the GoBots because they were. Uh, I'm weird about like when I was a kid, I was like, they're not on the same scale, so stupid. But uh, the GoBots were in the same scale as GI Joe guys, so they would ha- the GI Joe dudes would hang out in GoBot base, but they would never hang out with the GoBots themselves because that's just silly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that happened while, like I said, the Catwoman and I had the, the doll from that. And it's just, I don't remember like a lot of like having any of the other merchandise, but mainly like a lot of the Catwoman. And I think because like there wasn't really anything in the first Batman movie, but then like there was Catwoman. So I was like, oh, you know, appeal to little girls <laughs> be Catwoman. <laughs> right. Which is weird. <laughs> So that was Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. Kind of skipped over Adam Wee Batman. Adam West. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somewhat. I mean, you know, what could you say about that show? It's kind of the same thing every week. Yeah. I love that, it's... like, how ridiculous it is to watch it, though. Like, it's it, like, I don't know if when they made it that they knew how ridiculous it was. But like, oh yeah, watching it now, it's just like, how would you like even make this? It's so insane. Yeah, I mean, they the the writers and stuff has sent have said that it was supposed to be a comedy show. Yeah, but it was so, like really campy. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> and like every time the phone went, they'd like just be like literally like run across the room to like the bat thing, the little bat pole and whatever. Like I just understand why they're always running everywhere. Yeah, and it, it's so silly to think about, like, at this, uh, you know, Batman and, you know, the, the movies, they make it to, like, oh, yeah, it's so gritty and crazy out in the city. He needs to wear this, like, bulletproof suit. No one needs to know yeah. who he is. And the, the 60s show, it's like, why is he bothering with the stupid costume now? Yeah. With the eyebrows painted on. Exactly. <laughs> he just start going, like, hello, everybody. It's me, Batman. Yeah. I'm actually Bruce Wayne, and they were like, "Okay, fine. You just do. You can do Bruce Wayne from now on if you yeah. want." It's not really any difference. We know, <laughs> right? It's not like, yeah, he's the same dude. He just wouldn't have the hindrance of that dumb costume anymore. Well, it was like Superman and Clark Kent's glasses. That's the difference, right? Well, I mean, yeah, he does nothing to disguise his voice. <laughs> he just puts glasses on. They're like, "Oh, he's different." <laughs> Different person now. I love watching like the sixties Batman, especially like the movie is just it's so hilarious with the shark repellent spray and just like <laughs> the ridiculous everything's like bat this and bat that and it's just so ridiculous. I think there's even I think it's saying like it was on uh Twitter and it's like Batman sixty six labels and it's just like a Twitter feed of just all the different things that are labeled on that series. Oh. Where it's like villain computer database, like a big label across the computer and everything. Wow. The uh, the best part is when they're trying to figure out who the villains are. And they're like, uh, <laughs> and how they come up with them is, is not based on any sort of uh, uh, clues or anything. It's just like them spitballing and then they figure out yeah. how, who everybody is. And they're like, what a riddle. What? Riddler's a part of this. And <laughs> they're out at sea. C. C for Catwoman. Yeah. Like, well, you could have kept going. <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there was a buoy there. Buoy uh, for 
David Bowie. He's there too. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just like anything that came, like, I don't know how they got to those four just out of just kind of like, let's just kind of spitball here, figure out uh, who we're up against. Just say words and we'll figure it out. Right. Like they had the Eggman. I don't know how they didn't throw him in there some way. (laughs) Egghead, that's what his name is. Yeah. It's Price. That was so great. (laughs) So we had Adam West Batman and then Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. And then you start to get into the horrible mid nineties Batman's. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it was it Kilmer and then Clooney. And Clooney, yeah. Which were both awful. Yeah. Awful Kil- as Batman. Batman Forever I don't think was that bad. I remember seeing that at the theater and you know, again I was fourteen when it came out, so Sure. It was like, you know, probably geared more towards me than other people. But right. I remember seeing that and kind of being like, oh, this is pretty awesome. And, you know, at the time, but like watching it now, I don't think I'd be able to stomach it. I've, for some reason, I watch these movies more than I should. <laughs> uh, I, I, te- I tend to watch the uh, the Forever and Batman and Robin probably once a year because I, uh, I, I always get in this thing where I'm like, it's going to be good this time, right? <laughs> so, it will be better. Yeah, maybe the stuff I didn't see. No, I saw everything there is to see. It's, <laughs> it's still it bad. Not, yeah, it is not developed since I haven't seen it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's so I've watched, and I have to say I've I've now formed my opinion about the two, Batman and Robin. While it's all it's god awful, it's mm-hmm. clear they were trying to make a movie version of the '66 show. They yeah. didn't succeed at all, so it's not good. But that's clearly the 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 inspiration for that more than like the the uh, the darker comics. Batman Forever they were trying to do that and just failed miserably. And it just seems like I hate Forever more than Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's because it has like such a, a promising cast. Yeah, and everything like Jim Carrey was perfect at the time. Uh, I, I, you know, he was not great in the movie, but it was like such a good idea to have him as a Riddler. Yeah, uh, like you totally fit with that. Yeah, exactly. And Tommy Lee Jones was huge. Yeah, like it's Tommy Lee Jones. He's like a super serious actor, like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, like just hearing about him, like wow, oh man, he's going to be Two Face. That sounds great. It was it was horrible. He yeah. played the Joker basically. They both it was like the Joker and the Joker versus Batman. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, that movie is so stupid. There's just like such. Is like I guess I don't like it because they're they, they were clearly trying too hard, and I was like, this is what they came up with. And Batman and Robin was like, yeah, we're done trying. Yeah, and I was like, and it shows. Yeah, pretty much with Doctor Freeze or Mister Freeze or whatever. Mister Freeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Everyone cheered. Oh, that was like it was so painful. The first time, uh, one... yeah. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's so painful. Yeah, I mean it is. It's it is not a good movie and I'm not saying it's better than Batman Forever. I'm just saying Batman Forever just sucks a little bit more because <laughs> they're trying to make it more like the original those other two movies and it didn't work at all. Yeah, like they kind of you could kind of like give it some leeway for that. Like you know that okay, this is what they're trying to do whereas like with Batman Forever 
it had such good, like you said, such good cast, such good promise that it was like even more of a letdown that it was awful. Yeah, totally. Uh, Batman and Robin was completely miscast mm-hmm. in every single way. Like Clooney as Batman, wrong. Yeah. Uh, Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, no. Uma Thurman, no. Mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone, that's bad too. I mean, it's just yeah. like I get she was huge, but it's like it just doesn't work. No, she was actually really bad in that movie, and I I was a big fan of her in the '90s, and that was just like horrible watching her in that. Yeah. Like, oh. That movie, it's so stupid. It's like, I mean, what isn't what isn't stupid in that movie? But <laughs> her whole like Batgirl character was like, uh, so like Alfred didn't want her to get involved with it at all, unless of course she hacks into the Batcave. Then he made her a suit. Yeah. So what's the point of her <laughs> hacking into the Batcave? Why don't you just say, hey, here's your bat suit. We're just you know, don't worry about hacking into my computer or anything <laughs> yeah. stupid like that. Because that makes no sense. Here's here uh, Bruce Wayne's Batman and go help him. I mean, yeah, this is like, exactly. It made no sense for her because it's, it's like, like I said, like it was already made. She didn't have to make anything. No, exactly. That made no sense at all. And another thing I keep bringing, like thinking about in these movies, is the idea that Alfred designs the costumes for him. They totally set that up. Yeah. So, Alfred is putting nipples in crotch <laughs> yeah. and, and firm butts in all their costumes. Well, he likes to see that. <laughs> yes. He likes to see Batman with nipples on his costume. That that was his choice. He's yep. like, oh, sir, look at your new suit today. <laughs> He's like, wait, there's something missing on the suit. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't see him like in the basement sewing nipples onto a suit. Oh yeah, completely. (laughs) Just sitting there, he's like, "Oh, gotta finish these nipples." (laughs) I was talking about this with uh, my lady friend, and she was saying that like the whole like the weird father son relationship between all of them, the whole thing with like you know Alfred is the surrogate father to. Batman and Robin is the surrogate father to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. And how weird it is that they all kind of want each other, also. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very odd, odd (laughs) dynamic for that movie. Yeah, it was a little bit strange. It was very weird. (laughs) It's such a weird, weird movie. (laughs) I think that, like, the thing that those movies had going for them, though, is they looked very comic book style. Yeah. They were, like, dark backgrounds and then, like, bright, colorful characters. So it had, like, that comic book feel to it. Right. But other than that, it was awful. <laughs> that that was, yeah, they had, like, that neon light alley or whatever. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, the Bane in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was all, like, super glowy. Sorry, there were uh, a children in the room, so I couldn't say what I wanted to say. But <laughs> basically, so Alfred, Alfred is gay for Batman and Batman <laughs> is gay for Robin. They, yeah. they just seem to want to bone each all. want to bone each other. <laughs> and they're also the father figure for each one of them. Mm-hmm. So they, so they're. It's just it's so that's how this movie is set up. Yeah, I mean, like, because Alfred is not outwardly gay, but when you think about. 
he's the one who designs the costumes and he's like, ooh, I'll make a Master Booster <laughs> dick a little bit bigger. <laughs> like, whoa, what, why? Why do you do I'll make sure I put the nipples on. <laughs> yeah, the Booster's nipples. Oh, it'll be nice. And then poor uh, Batgirl didn't have nipples on her costume. Yeah, which is kind of like, I mean, you kind of wonder why Batman had nipples and she didn't, but then it's also like, if there was nipples on her costume, that'd be like a whole big outrage. <laughs> right. And she bar- she didn't get much of a, you know, whenever they put their costumes on in that one, they show the butt a little bit. Yeah. This was like, you know, Joel Schumacher was clearly like, eh, I guess I'm going to show her butt too. <laughs> There's like a, qu- a quick frame of it where it's like, okay, you know, get back to Batman and Robin's asses. Get back to Batman and Robin being queer or whatever. <laughs> Sorry, that was, I'm just trying to sound like that dude. He's a weird guy. That's that's kind of how he sounds too. He's just like, I mean, this movie and it's stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but then we get back into the good Batman movies. Right. The Batman begins with Christian Bale, and I love I love Christian Bale as an actor, like. I remember watching him in Newsies when I was a kid, and I was, like, obsessed with Newsies. Oh. Like, I had it on VHS to the point where it was, like, worn out because I watched it that much. So, for me, it was, like, Christian Bale's Batman. It was, like, a huge deal for me (laughs) having him as Batman. I didn't really know him until American Psycho. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good movie. Newsies is a really great movie. Sure, apparently. <laughs> you get to hear him sing. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> also in Velvet Goldmine. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That's pretty good. Um, but I didn't realize it was him until I'd seen Batman and I went back and watched it. I think that, like, the funny part with him, too, is he's got, like, the super thick accent. And then he's got a lisp. But when he does, like, an American accent, you can't really, like, tell he's got a lisp. But when he does the Batman voice, you can see the lisp in his mouth. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like, I always just focus on that when he's got, like, the Batman mask on doing the Batman voice. I'm like, I can see his lisp. Like, I can see where he's lisping. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't as bad in Batman Begins as it was in The Dark Knight when he ramped it up more. And I love the Dark Knight, but yeah, him like I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> yeah, is a little too much. <laughs> I think that like Batman Begins was really good. I think Dark Knight was a million times better. Yeah, I think that's probably like the best Batman movie. But I think that's more for Joker though than Batman. Yeah, I mean, Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker is kind of like probably the best role as Joker. I mean. Like I said, I grew well. I grew up with '89 Batman, so for me, Jack Nicholson was always Joker. But like seeing Heath Ledger do it took it to like a whole other level. Yeah, no, it's uh, I completely agree. Uh, I and you know, being a huge Batman fan, I hadn't seen the uh, the first one in quite some time. So uh, when I'm sorry, when The Dark Knight came out, mm-hmm. so and uh, but so when I saw The Dark Knight went back, I was like, oh yeah, this is awful. But I, I didn't really have didn't hold much of a candle t- for the Jack Nicholson Joker any more than and I thought I would. Yeah, he blows him out of the water. 
Oh yeah, I think that, like with Jack Nicholson, though, like he had that smile just naturally, <laughs> so it kind of fit. <laughs> yeah, very true. But yeah, Ooh. Heath Ledger's Joker was like amazing. It's like it's what watching. You- it's like that's Joker. That's the Joker right there. Right. What do you think about uh, Jared Leto? Do you think he's going to be good? No. Really? I think, I think that that's not Joker. And it's the same like issue I have with that Joker as the issue I have with like that Harley Quinn. That even like in the comics, the Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn isn't like bubblegummed up as much as like she is in, <laughs> in that movie. Right. And that Joker, I mean, like it's a different take and, you know, I'll probably watch it and, you know, give it a chance, but... I don't think that, like, that Joker will fit. And I don't think that anyone... It's kind of sad, like, no one's ever going to be able to top Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. But also, like, going through this different way where, like, Joker's, like, this crazy tattoo artist with, like, a grill and stuff. And Yeah, that's so silly. And, like, that whole... The whole different Harley Quinn where they're kind of... They're almost, like, romanticizing Harley Quinn and, like, trying to make her, like, oh, girl power and all this and that. It's like, yeah, but she's not, though... She's crazy. She shouldn't be a role model for, like, little girls. She's, no. like, you know, an abused girlfriend, basically. Right. Like, Joker beats the shit out of her all the time, you know, and she's just, like, sits there and takes his abuse and comes back. So, like, I don't, you know, they bubblegum her up for the Suicide Squad movie, and it's not how Harley Quinn is at all. No. She's much, uh... The uh, the archetype was definitely put together in the Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. and follows that pretty closely. Even the the video games. I mean, God, now if you think about it, sorry to go off, <laughs> but it's like how many different like so many people's Batman or a view of that Batman or the whole universe is like different like some people just the movies some people mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, the the later movies where it with uh christian bale some people it's the cartoon then some people's a different cartoon yep. or this cartoon and then some people it's just the video game it's just like or there even then there's comics or yep. you know, even the, the tv show it's just like wow there I mean there's so many different incarnations of the whole thing that yep. i don't know it's crazy uh, did you play any of the uh speaking of different one and we can get back to uh, Carly, Harley Quinn because she's much different in the video games. But did you mm-hmm. play the video games much? Um, I played Arkham Asylum. I think it was the first one. Yeah. And then um, the Injustice game. Oh, yeah. That, those were fun. The Injustice game, I think that the, the plot of that would have been a better movie plot than the Batman versus Superman one. Because it still is technically Batman versus Superman, but more like... Right. Superman versus everyone else, kind of. Right. But I think that would have been a better movie plot. The best animated one, I think, is still... I think this is a Doomsday. I can't remember what one it is. But it's the one where, like, Batman's got, like, all the different plans to, like, take care of everyone else in the Justice League, like, their weaknesses. Right. And then, like, that gets, like, hacked from the computers and they're all fighting against them. And then it's, like... You know, he's like, oh, Superman's like, oh, well, there is no, you know, like, plan B or, like, fail-safe plan for you in the system. Batman's like, yeah, because you're the plan for me. Like, you tell Superman that. Like, Superman's uh, the plan to take down Batman. Right. I remember that. I think that was probably, like, the best animated movie one. They can, they make really good animated movie ones. They haven't made good live-action ones <laughs> lately. Like, they kind of struggle with it, I think. 
Yeah. Like the the storylines of the animated ones tend to be a lot better. Right. And I was going over them too because like there was the Batman and then there was like Batman Brave and Bold and Batman Beyond and I was trying to remember which one it was that had the Joker that I like and I think it was the one in The Batman where he's got like giant purple hair and he's barefoot. That's the one that I like. Because it's the best in that one too where it's like it's got a Harley Quinn. I think it's when he's turning her into Harley Quinn and they go out and like go out on the town and he like gives her the suit. Oh, the call drop. Hello? Hello. Did it drop? Yeah, it it Weird. dropped for a second. The uh the internet here is pretty lousy. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't think we lost too much cuz I was yapping anyway, so. <laughs> okay. Now it's clear. Oh, okay. <laughs> um but yeah, so in that cartoon, that's the one where like he, Joker gives Harley Quinn her suit and they go out in the town and kind of like, you know, cause a bunch of mischief and stuff. But I love it because it's got the song where, they're, where it's like set in the woods on fire. And I love watching the video for that. And that's actually like the ringtone for when my husband calls me on my phone. <laughs> it's the Joker and Harley Quinn song. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that's the only one I ever get to hear on my phone because no one else calls me. <laughs> But I love it, like, I think that, like, with that Joker and, like, that classic Harley Quinn's the, the Harley Quinn I like. The classic, actually, in her suit, Harley Quinn. <laughs> the jester suit. Mm-hmm. The Harley Quinn suit. Because, I mean, you think about it, like, she is crazy because she fell for Joker, so. Right, yeah. His abuse. <laughs> just kind of made her crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because, like, I was watching some other... Some other video online, it was, like, talking about how the Joker's not really crazy. Like, someone actually went through and tried to find out what his actual mental illness was. And they went through, like, you know, psychopath and, like, bipolar and schizophrenic and, you know, all the different disorders and how, like, he doesn't really fit any of them. So he probably really actually isn't insane. He's actually, like, just, like, a crazy genius type. And how there was, I think it was in some comic... I don't remember what one it was, where they were talking about how there was this other psychiatrist at Arkham who had actually kind of like stumbled along the same thing, but then those psychiatrists threw out the work because it turned out to be from Dr. Harleen Quinzel who had gone down that path. And because she oh, went wow. crazy, they like threw out all the research on it. Take wow. it on a Joker tangent. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had not heard that, so that's pretty cool. I there's definitely uh, some recent Batman stuff, like comics and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that I just have not kept up with. Yeah, there's a lot of like different Batman trains too, because I know that you know we were getting back into Batman comics and going to the comic store, and there's like like four or five different Batman ones all at once, and it's like, how do you even know <laughs> which one that you want to read? Because it's right. all different stories, all different timelines, and everything. Yeah, uh, I remember they did, uh, and now this is considered old. This is probably like four or five years ago when they <laughs> did the Batman Incorporated. And it was like all these different Batman yep. from all over the world. And there's a Japanese one and a, uh, an English one and a, uh, uh, another guy from another place. And I was, just remember thinking that was really stupid. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Well, it's like with Batman Beyond where it's like the other guy, Terry. Terry McGinnis. Yeah, where he was Batman. Because Batman I was really, old. I really like that show, though. 
It was a good show. I liked that one. I remember there was the one where, like, I think the power went out or something, and they had to turn the door manually, and Batman's like, none of the other Robins ever complained. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a great show. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And then now you got Gotham with, like, young Bruce Wayne. Right. Uh, I-, I watched the first season, and I just stopped i couldn't get into the seconds the second season actually gets a bit better because penguin and riddler become friends and it, I, I would rather watch that as like a buddy comedy or like a buddy show with penguin and riddler as friends what do you say pengy it's, it's pretty funny <laughs> they, they do stuff like together. that yeah like, well riddler <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> That's uh, that's so awesome. And uh, we're, you're mentioning Injustice, and I guess it's not Injustice. It was uh, Marvel Universe versus uh, I'm Marvel, I'm Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah. And the Joker was one of the characters, and he would totally like you could hit a button, and he would dance around, and you go, <laughs> yeah, so awesome. <laughs> it's like that in the Injustice game too. Like you have like bazookas and stuff you'd bust out. It was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He'd have, like, just, like, weird stuff, or he'd, like, throw, like, cake or something, I think, too. Or pie, probably. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Well, and then you have the the Killing Joke coming out now, too. That's right. They're making the animated version of that, which is, like, the big controversial story, and arguably one of, I guess, like, one of the best Batman Joker story yeah. i guess joker story really it, more so right mm-hmm. uh it, and mark hamill's back yeah he does a really good joker voice that he does i think he's great as joker the, uh, i think the killing joke's supposed to be rated r yeah it is and they actually went like and stuck true to the comic because i know that people are being like oh we can't do this because it's so you know controversial and this and that and you have to cut it out and they're like nope we're doing exactly like the comic Awesome. It's got a pretty limited release in theaters, though. I think it's actually going to be playing here, which I'm kind of surprised about. Really, I didn't. I didn't realize it had any sort of theatrical run. I think it's like it's in theaters for like a day or two. Ah, uh, like it's super, super short or something. Because I think I saw something about them adding a second day to it. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. So I, I probably won't play anywhere near me. I don't know. You think it would play in Nashville? Eh. We're more uh, of a market for shitty music. <laughs> Cowboys. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, uh, you know, if someone like Luke Bryan added a few more <laughs> dates to his to his concert lineup, then guess who gets them? Good old Nashville. <laughs> you know, we're not going to get anything cool like, you know, the Killing Joke or anything like that. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that we'd get it here because we've only got like 100,000 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we never get anything, so... But I'm pretty sure I saw someone locally said they had tickets to it. So unless That's pretty... they're going out of town, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should go see it. If I find out when it is, I will have to check that out. Because, like I said, I tried to watch Batman vs Superman. I downloaded like four different copies of it, and none of them would play on my TV. Hmm. They play on my computer though, but I didn't want to watch on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sit at my computer desk and, <laughs> and watch it. I'd rather watch on my TV, which is weird, because usually I can, I have no problem playing anything, so. 
my TV is just like, nope, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> maybe it, uh, look, I don't think that it's that bad of a movie, but uh, maybe your TV thought it was. My TV just rejected it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, there is a limited theatrical run of just one night. Yeah. That sounds about right. It's with, uh, it's like one of those, um, what do they call them? Like, uh, uh, fathom events. Mm -hmm. Whenever you go to the theater and they have like, like Dave Matthews live one only. And it's like, oh, great. It means I have to come back to the movie theater to see a Dave Matthews show. No, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) That's not something I'd go watch in a theater. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They, they, They also do like the Oscars and shit like that. Yeah. They have like the ballet at the one here. You watch ballet in the theater, which is bizarre. It is some events. I was right. <laughs> wow, so lucky. <laughs> Although I can talk about the little bit I know about Batman versus Superman and how I'm not—I haven't seen it, but I'm not a big fan of Gal Gadot or whatever playing uh, Wonder Woman. Like I haven't seen it to give her a chance, but. Wonder Woman's an Amazon. And it's not right. like, you know, it's not like saying someone has like brown hair versus blonde hair, you know, white, black, whatever. She's an Amazon. And Amazon is a big chick, is a tall, <laughs> you know, muscular chick. Like that's like a race of people, basically. And having the skinny little chick play an Amazon, just, I don't know. I don't see how it fits, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll give uh, it a chance, but for me, it's just like I don't picture her as an Amazon. I, I, I see. I liked her. Uh, I like Gail Gadot or Godot or whatever her name. Gil, Gail, Gal. I can't remember <laughs> her name. I thought she was good as a uh, uh, Wonder Woman. Like, I'll give it a chance, but I don't know. She doesn't seem to fit it for me. But I mean, I guess you can say the same about like, you know, anyone else that's playing those characters. Sure. Really. I think that the chick from Deadpool would have been a better Wonder Woman. Um, The villain chick. I don't remember her name. Angel? Ronda Rousey? Yeah. No. No? I don't know. (laughs) But there was a chick in, in Deadpool that was like, the bad girl chick. The bad girl. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So if she was like, if she was taller, she would have been a good Wonder Woman, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Just from appearance-wise, anyways. But I mean, maybe she would have been a shitty actress, so. Maybe so. You never know. <laughs> so any last Batman thoughts? Uh, no. I, uh, I, I would have to say, I guess my... My personal favorite Batman of all time has to be the animated series by far. I still think that's like whenever I think of Batman or whatever, and the, the Kevin Conroy voice is my favorite, yeah. and and obviously Mark Hamill's Joker is the best. So yeah, that's uh, I would have to say that's my favorite of all time, and that's my closing thoughts about uh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thanks for being on to talk about Batman. No problem. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Little Geek Lost. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> you can find me online at littlegeeklost.com. I am also on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Google Play, and a proud member of the Potter and Family Network. So if you search hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter, check out all those other great shows, and you'll find mine in there as well. Uh, if you're on YouTube and you're into the video kind of thing, you can find my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash littlegeeklost. And as well, if you want to pick up a t-shirt or some kind of Little Geek Lost swag, you can find my stuff over at redbubble.com and just search Little Geek Lost, all one word.